Thank you. Hold on. Sure. <laughs> Golf, you do. 
I mean, I, I've never really seen one, but I know that neighbors and things like that have seen them in their lakes and stuff like that. I think I would die if I actually saw one in my backyard or in a lake where I was actually enjoying the day with my family. I'm terrified of them. I, I think if you live in but Florida, yeah. and we've only been here 14 years. After 28, I've been in L.A. I, I think you early on become educated to the reality that anywhere you see a fresh body of water, you're probably looking at gators. You just don't know you're looking at gators. And you're also probably seeing a home for water moccasins, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and I've heard many, many people say they don't bother you, they leave you alone. But by the same means, there are those anecdotal instances, which happen too frequently for my liking, where apparently they didn't get the memo about leaving you yeah. alone. <laughs> Hey, you know, I, don't the, I don't want the malcontent to decide, you know, I am in a really P.O.'d mood today, and somebody's going down. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. No. I'm so, no, I'm so no. grateful that I, I live by Lake Michigan where we don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. So. No. No, you, you, you just have to the cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You have frozen tundra instead. Right, right. And as much as I can't stand winter, even being born here, um, I'll take that over walking gators and moccasins and whatever else you mentioned there. <laughs> He's exaggerating because I grew up born and raised in Miami and I've never seen one. So I think he's exaggerating a little really? bit. More. <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't know about the exaggeration part. the crocodiles they also have in South. I spent a month in Florida two years ago, and I saw two gators. So I don't know if that's exactly an exaggeration. Well, well I think like where you go, Carol- in the Everglades and things like that, then yeah. Yeah. Well, I was in Lake Mary, which is right outside of Orlando. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, Lake Mary yeah. is uh, one community over from us. We're also up in Seminole County. I know that um, we went canoeing on the Wakaiba River the first year we were here, and we thought yeah. it was so cool. We saw we saw a gator that was maybe a foot and a half long on a log, and we paddled over to it and thought, oh, how cute, look at the little gator. And then all of a sudden it occurred to me, good Lord, where there's a foot and a half long gator, there's probably a mama gator also. You better get out of here as quickly as possible. Yeah, so, you know, do a little thing except for what gave birth to it. Exactly, and that's the one that'll come after you. Exactly. So, well, let's let's move on to um, Barbie's brand new film that also includes Brian and Jordy, and we're so excited about that we can't even begin to tell you. And it's called Killer Island. So, Barbie, why don't you go ahead and start off and give us a little synopsis of what it's about and your character. Um, well, my character plays um, a woman who basically goes to the island to vacation with her husband and shortly realizes that there was a murder on the island, and she decides she wants to try to figure out who it was and um, uncovering that. And there's a lot of little surprises throughout the movie. This isn't just, you know, your standard movie where you think you think you know who the murderer is up front. Um and it just has a lot of turns and twists, and it's a lot of fun to watch. And I'm really grateful that Jordy and Brian are a part of it. They were fabulous. And um, I hope that viewers agree with me when they see it. Oh, I, uh, I definitely Gordon know I will. He was great, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yay. That's very kind of Barbara. I'm really Thank excited you. about yeah. this Thank one. You. You're welcome. You're welcome, Brian. You were great. Well, it was, it was a great, it was a great experience all around. I think. I think everybody just really enjoyed each other's company, and Barbie set up a great production. Everybody was really, really comfortable. We got to enjoy the island and uh, and do what we love. So, I think Barbie as a producer, um, she hit a home run, and because everybody was really comfortable and just really enjoyed each other's time, except for Brian. I, I mean, I, Brian and I kind of... Well, I, I'm a pain in the ass anywhere I work. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like people are so glad I'm so old now that I rarely work, and it's, it works for me also. I can be cranky on my own. So, I don't have to put up a front. <laughs> so funny. For me, for me, it was very important in the casting process to work with people that I know are nice and easy to work with um, because we were going to be on an island for three weeks, you know? Oh, yeah, And definitely. sometimes you work with actors that request all kinds of weird things, and you're like, what? <laughs> oh, you're an adult. Go get your own groceries. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that Brian is exaggerating then, right? Oh, he's great. No. He's great. He got along really well with Alan, the director, and so did Jordy. Actually, everybody was really great to the point where I think we were we had too much fun and a little too much relaxation to where in post production I realized we were missing a lot of shots and I was like oh my god we're missing this shot why didn't we get it oh no, because maybe they were having a cocktail last night and they forgot little bit like that not the actors not the actors of course but you know what I mean I think we had a little too much fun some some days yeah including myself well I think it breaks it up a little bit so. There was an incredible amount of fun, and yet one of the things that I found really extraordinarily uh, compelling and, and for me kind of a nice way, I felt like if I never work again, it's a nice thing to end on. I, I was lucky enough that I, I headed out to L.A. in 76 with a crazy dream and was able to make a very good living for a long time pursuing that dream. And working last year, I liked being with the younger actors, which was a great deal of fun. They reminded me of being at a point in my career that had happened for me decades earlier. I love their enthusiasm. I love their passion. I love their commitment. I love their work ethic. I love being around them. And I felt the same way about the production team as a whole. And I think it is a remarkable team that you put together, Barbie. You've mentioned Alan, our director, who was a joy to work with. He, to me, was the ideal in a director. He directed what was necessary and he just stayed out of the way where it was not a necessary adjustment in a scene. And every time that he made a suggestion, to me I certainly would speak for, but I know you'd like to add as well, Jordy, it was always spot on. It was always an enhancement. Yeah. yeah, I I think. Well, Alan Alan is is an actor himself, so he really understands what it's like. Um, And when you have someone like that, who can really relate to what you're going through and what you're trying to communicate in the scene. It, it, it's really to the benefit of, of the actors when you have a director that can work like that and with us. And, and he's also a great, great guy. He's got great stories. He's inspiring in his own way. And, uh, you know, him and Barbie, um, watching their dynamic was awesome because they, they, these two would like kind of, kind of get into it. You know what I'm talking about, Barbie? Kind of, but then it <laughs> kind of fizzled out. We're like family. Kind of fizzled away. So it, it was fun. It was fun, and uh, you know what can I say? Um, I totally, I totally agree with you, Brian. 
he's he's great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Well, I, I you know, I, it's wonderful to have affirmation from the handsome young man with the Billy Zane eyes. That's all I can oh. say. <laughs> <laughs> even when I was good looking, I was never that good looking. In fact, I'm not even sure I was good looking. This guy's great looking, and he's got the Billy Zane eyes to go with it. Oh boy! Aww. <laughs> you guys are both very good looking. <laughs> Everybody on, everyone in the cast is very good looking, except me. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No, you're, no, you're <laughs> just a babe. And, and 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 that pitiful, <laughs> decrepit uh, gentleman you're married to, Eric, who looks like he could still go on a forced twenty-mile march carrying an eighty-pound backpack and knock it <laughs> yeah, out right? like nobody's business. <laughs> I mean, a former U.S. Marine and stud and handsome man. You know, the two of them have two beautiful daughters, so that even added to the family deal. Yeah. Thank you. I'm very lucky to have crossed his path. I'm like, I, I always ask him, if we were on The Bachelor, would you pick me? <laughs> I don't think you would. He's about that. 25 years. 25 years this year, Mary. Uh, very lucky. Beautiful. Thank you for bringing uh, that up. Well, congratulations and on that. And, and Brian, before I ask you to um, tell us who your character is in the movie, I want to say that it's taking everything in me not to call you Grant Putnam. I'm flattered by the remarkable memory that you evidenced with that, but I, I can assure you that if if that were the case, I, I'm the likable Grant. <laughs> or at least for the most Grant. I'm only occasionally the lunatic Grant. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, I loved you on General Hospital, and and I know you've been on other soaps as well. But uh, you know that one is a standout for me because I was first an ABC soap watcher, and then you know moved on to the other ones as. More of the ABC soaps started dropping like flies. So um, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah well, so it's a shame. No, I was but. lucky to be part of part of a dynamic once upon a time that will never be recreated. There's simply far too many, in some instances, programming choices. The the multitude of channels that people can select from the variety of providers. I was lucky to be part of something that was kind of a free network universe and a couple of independents. And it's it's a time we'll never see again. I think that's cool. I think that viewers have more choices. Actors have more jobs. Yeah, exactly. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell us who you play in the movie? Sure. I play Gordon. And that's it. You want something beyond that? (laughs) And he sits there watching for the Gators. (laughs) (laughs) Gator Hunter. I I didn't want to overdo the, uh, the dramatic pause there. But um, yeah, Gordon. Gordon is kind of the local uh, transplant, and he's been on the island and and owns this bar and grill. Uh, we didn't see a whole lot of grilling going on, but I'm sure there was some in the kitchen. But definitely the the, the hangout, the cool spot, um, perhaps the only spot, but certainly fun to be the equivalent of like the barber in the barber shop, if you will because it's a hub of activity, and uh, I'm a a very, I don't want to minimize any character, but I'm a very secondary character, no delusions of uh, grandeur. The stage belongs to, uh, among others, the two people I'm on with right now, Barbie and Jordy, and and I'm there to help advance the plot. That's the role I play. And he planted the seed. He's the one that told me all about Johnny. 
Yeah. Um, you did. Uh, I, I wouldn't call Brian a secondary character because uh, I don't, I don't know. I think he, he shines in the movie and I think he brings a lot of uh, that charisma that you probably saw in general hospital. He, he shines. So 1, whatever secondary. Yeah. He really, he, he's so charming to watch and uh, he brings a lot, you know, it's a thriller, right? So you're going to have a lot of high stakes and, and he, he has a th- sort of easy kind of charm that really kind of can lighten the mood to the picture. I, I think, I believe. Yeah, that's very kind of you to say, Jordan. No, I um, really, uh, it, 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 it was a joy. It was truly a joy. I just left dinner, I, I mean, literally walked out in the middle of the dinner, and my wife will pick up the tab. It's okay. With <laughs> 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 Kathy and, and a very dear friend with whom I'd played college football. I haven't seen him since 92. And, and I got up in the middle of the dinner, and I was just telling him, I said, yeah, brother, it was uh, a project I had chosen not to work close to four years. There was nothing that captured my fancy and there was nothing I wanted to chase. I felt like I'd had a nice run and I liked spending time with my wife and my child and my friends and and end of the road and it was really a gift that this opportunity came my way and if I never step in front of a camera again, I will be thrilled both with the people that I got to work among and the end product because I think the film, above and beyond all, accomplishes what you're supposed to accomplish, and that is to entertain. If you can engage an audience for a a period of time and entertain them, you've accomplished your goal. Yep, no doubt. Thank you, Brian, and thank you to your agent who reached out to me. That speaks volumes about Barbie and her crew, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did it at least get a few more scripts before you pack it in completely? Hmm? Did the experience I'm sorry, what? energize you to look at a few more scripts before you pack it in completely, Brian? In all honesty, I, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I thank you for asking, but I, I recently had an opportunity sort of thrust my way, and I said, oh, you know what, we'd love to, but we're going to watch our son pole vault at the Tennessee Relays. He's a college pole vaulter. <laughs> and, you know, well, once upon a time, I would have reworked my entire life to work on something that in any way was attractive. It's a lot more fun for me to just spend time again with my wife and my son. I'm married to a woman I love, and I've got two great sons, and one of them being 20, one being 37. It's, it's, yeah, I really, I, I, I I really wouldn't want to chase the work. I I wouldn't want to chase it. I'm not going to get the work that, yeah, Brian Cranston gets okay, and even if I had the opportunity that Brian Cranston, who's a great guy, if I had those opportunities, I don't know that I'd want them at this point in life anyway. You know, he's a great family guy. He just has more energy than I, perhaps. Careful Well, Jordy, thank you, Brian. Jordy, why don't you go ahead and tell us about your character? Why well, play Jim? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you Jim, uh, Jim loves do you, the fish. Do you remember? What's that? I'm sorry, I lost. Are you there? Is Jim here, here to watch yeah. it too? He's here. Um, I play Jim. Jim is uh, he's also a local on the island. I think he, I believe he retired on the island, and. 
um, I, I really enjoy fishing and, uh, and get caught up uh, dealing with my nephew who, uh, is, you know, we, we, we rent out these, um, I, I believe they're, um, uh, what, what would we call them? Um, well, properties that, you know, uh, rental properties, I guess they're condos that we own them, um, income properties. And uh, and we welcome our guests and we make them feel comfortable on the island and you know and then there's all this this um, until they end up that. dead right <laughs> right until they end up dead exactly <laughs> that's 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 a warning don't get too comfortable <laughs> yeah yeah well what a way to go getting comfortable with Jordy <laughs> what's that. I said, what a way to go, getting comfortable with Jordy. Oh, would you like that? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. God with a smile on your face, right? You know? <laughs> well, does any of my co-hosts have a question for Brian so we can let him go and get back to his dinner and his wife doesn't get stuck with the bill? I do. I have a question for Brian. Okay, David, go ahead. Brian? I remember yes, you way back in the 70s. So what are your fondest memories of Dick Van Patten? Um, wow, my fondest good question. Mem- yeah, thank you. you. You do have a great memory. Um, my fondest memories are of Dick are that he was what I think I over time came to most appreciate in anyone who chooses to have a family. He was a very devoted father and husband. And he's got three terrific athletic, handsome sons to show for the marriage that he and Pat have. And Nels remains one of the dearest friends that I left behind in L.A. when we moved here. And uh, I think Dick was a marvelous example of the fact that the business, a career, and a family are not antithetical. Very well said. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, yeah, I, I watched Eight is Enough, that too. Way. That was one of my favorites. So I remember you from that as well. If that doesn't date me. <laughs> no, no, but you know what? It was a great family show, and again, I stepped into it. I was not part of it in the early going. I, I came into it in its fourth of five years. I was lucky enough to work on the last two years. It's kind of like General Hospital. <clears throat> Pardon me. I came in when it was in its 20th year. So I feel like I'm the guy who was lucky enough at least a few times along the way to step into winning lineups. And all I had to do was get up there and do what what was required of me, and I knew that everyone around me was going to be hitting on eight cylinders. Oh, wow, no pun intended. Certainly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eight is enough. Does anybody here remember when cars had eight cylinders? <laughs> and eight tracks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, eight tracks, good Lord, how about AM radio? Right? <laughs> AM what's radios? That? What's a- AM, what AM radio. It was AM, right. How about when most of us, if we had TVs, they didn't have this thing called living color. They didn't even have color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blasphemous. They didn't even have a remote. You had to get up to change your channel. No, no. I think America's obesity problem was a bit uh, less uh, epidemic than it, than it is now, perhaps. And that may be in some ways a correlation. 
I'm just throwing that out there. And don't forget, you also <laughs> had to get up and adjust the uh, antenna or the hanger, oh, yeah. whichever one you had up there, too, when your, your yeah. TV was fuzzy. Yes, yes. Well, it <laughs> usually began as rabbit ears of some sort, and then when you know somebody in the family broke it, it ended up as a hanger. You're right. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and, and then, you know, and then uh, what was it? Was it was it Joan Crawford or was it Betty Davis who came along and destroyed all of our lives with no more wire hangers? Yes, <laughs> Joan Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thanks a hell of a lot, Joan. At least we yeah. have reception. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Wow. Um, so, Anthony, do you have a question for Brian? Well, I asked my question before. I just want to say thank okay. you for the body of work. You, you know, you've been um, incredible. No, thank you, Anthony. Thank you, really. Okay. I, uh, I, I feel like a very, very lucky guy. Made made a good living for a long time doing something that many people would like to have the chance to do, and a lot of talented people along the way never got a shot. I just feel, I like, yeah, tiny, I feel like I got incredibly lucky. I was a tiny young boy when you came on and, and married my dream girl. I wanted to marry Susan. <laughs> wow. Well, then you would remember this. Maybe you wouldn't, but you should know the song. This was one that Alan and I shared. Susan, looks like I'm losing. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Done by the Buckinghams out of Alan's old stomping ground, Chicago. Yep, exactly. Yep. I, I, I know that song well. Yeah, uh, Carolyn yeah, and Candace, too. either one of you have a question for Brian? I just wanted to say thank you for coming on to the show and talking about it. And I'm never going to watch Ada's Enough because I, I'm the youngest. I guess I am the youngest of the co-hosts. Oh, my gosh. So And I do <laughs> enjoy, like, classic TV shows. I do. I really appreciate especially now, you know, the classic TV shows where you actually could sit down with your family and watch. So, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and, and you're right. And it is unfortunate, and I'm hardly a prude. I'm anything but. But it is unfortunate that nowadays when families sit down, you really have to be very circumspect about whether or not it's appropriate for everyone's everyone's eyes. Mm-hmm, and I'm yeah. not in favor of censorship or anything else, but there, there certainly has to be home censoring of a sort. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I mean, I, I, it, 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 there's a lot of great stuff out there. And I didn't watch uh, John's work on the show, but Full House, classic example. And, and having worked, you know, for a year and a half with John Stamos, I think it's terrific that he cared enough about something that was a great springboard for his career that apparently it's back in a fuller house version. I think TV, I think we need more of that. Exactly. I absolutely love Fuller House. Fuller House rocks, let me tell you. I love that the whole cast is back and it's and there's new members that you fall in love with. And it's, it's something that I'm watching with my youngest son you know, that he used to sit there and watch the reruns of Full House on Nickelodeon. And I said, oh, I used to watch that, too. Mom, they had that back in the day. I'm like, you know what? Go to your room. <laughs> no, exactly. And, and, and i got to tell you, if any, if any character in the history of television ever played the drums as well as Uncle Jesse, 
then, right. uh, yeah. then, yeah. then, then I, I don't know who that would be. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I love it. Um, anybody else, anything for Brian so we can let him go? Uh, Carolyn here. Mm-hmm. Hi, Brian. Hello. Hi. Did you um, say hello or say goodbye? Mm-hmm. No, I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back to the back to the movie. Is it a good guy, bad guy? What kind of part do you play? Um, yeah, what kind of part? Can you do give I that, a, well, that I, well, I think that's giving uh, out a little I, bit too much. Yeah. Was, yeah, I'd never want to line people up as good guys and bad guys because I think what we all ultimately are are a human mechanism. So you figure out who the good guys and the bad guys. Yeah, are. exactly. You gotta watch it. Good yeah, precisely. Precisely. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, if you don't mind, I'll step back in and, and finish up with my wife. And if my dear friend doesn't run off with her, I'll consider myself yet luckier. And uh, and, and then we can all remain mm-hmm. friends for a time. Well, thank Great you, Brian, voice, so Brian. much for, for joining you. us. And it was it was so awesome to speak with you. And you enjoy the rest of your dinner with your family. God bless each and every thank one you. of you. Thank you for giving me the time. It's very wonderful to speak with you as well, brother. And God bless you. Barbie, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I can say. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Have a good evening. Bye. Uh, It's so nice speaking with him. Thank you, Barbie, for that, for putting him on in your movie. I'm telling you, it's it's so nice to see faces from the past, you know. It is. I agree, and he's amazing, and he was great to work with, and he's so talented. You know, I was just thinking before I, before Brian left, I should have asked, but Jordy, you can answer this. Is, you know, you both come from the soap world, but I don't think you've worked together before. Is this the first time? Yeah, yeah, it was the first time, uh, and we and we were able to relate about our, you know, daytime television, which was really interesting. He worked in a a time, I think, I don't know if he worked, I started working in 99, I don't know if Brian was working at that time in uh, soap operas, and at that time, when I started working, there were 10 soaps on the air, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. but we were able to relate some, some war stories and, and talk about the medium and, and, his, uh, and his run in, in, in daytime television as well. Well, according to his IMDb, he was on General Hospital from 83 to 85, so he's got you beat. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he does. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, David, Um, you want to start out with your question for Jordy? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Jordy. um, Hey. With the – how do you see – the role in film and television expanding in the future, and what do you like to see for yourself in five years? Um, I, I just want to keep working to tell you the truth um, on great projects like Killer Island, and and you continue to work with people that I enjoy and, and learn, and uh, you know learn how, how these individuals have kept the careers that they've had going. I learned a lot from Brian. Uh, I enjoy, I'm very curious about how people have longevity in this career. 
Um, it, and, you know, for the next five years, I just, you know, I, I'm really grateful that I've been able to consistently work and um, consistently hustle. Um, there, you know, in terms of this TV movie dynamic, it's, it's kind of changing really fast because streaming television, which Fuller House is on, it's on, you know, it's on Netflix. Right. It has really has really taken over. It's it's a really it's a behemoth. It, it's you know, tell my kids um, are gonna be more in love with YouTube stars than with uh, you know people on, on television or movies. So yeah, it's really absolutely. telling that people are able gonna people are are gonna be able to create their own content much easier. They're going to be able to tell stories and and go after specific audiences, which which is a good which is a good thing. I mean, there's a lot of people who who aren't able to to tell their stories because of the challenges, as Barbie knows, of putting budgets together and and getting everything together. And um, it's it's a brave new world in terms of telling your story, whether it's uh, hosting or you know, acting in a, in a narrative structure. Um, for me, I've always gravitated towards movies because I'm so inspired. I'm actually on my way um, right now to go see uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, which was a Stanley Kubrick uh, film. My, masterpiece. my wife gave yeah. yeah, it's a masterpiece. And I'm seeing like a beautiful print and a beautiful theater. And I'm just, I'm so excited um, for, it's it's an event, right? You go, you sit in the theater, and you 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 you're made to sit in that space for an hour and a half, two hours, and focus on just that. And that's really not so such the case right now because you're able to pause your TV, go mm-hmm. see, go grab a snack, mm-hmm. and come back. But the the movie going experience is still the event. And and I I really enjoy that. I really enjoy being able to to captivate an audience for a certain amount of time and, and them giving your full attention. Um, yeah, I enjoy that. I wish there were theaters that could shut off cell service, like block cell service the minute you walk through the theater door, so you that know, other people can't interrupt your total immersion. Yeah. I, yeah. I have uh, I haven't been to the movies that often. I have two small children right now. Although I'm I'm making an effort to go as much as possible. Um, so I made like a little movie theater in my house. Um, but it's nothing like going to the movies. And you know they give you that warning. Um, but you are gonna have those people, unfortunately, who don't shut their screens off because it's becoming like it might it may actually become like a thing. It, it kind of has already with people attached to their cell phones, people attached to social media, constantly having to be connected. Um, you know, I, I would love it if we just had cubbies that we could just leave our cell phones in and just go enjoy the movie. Yeah. Right. Anthony, did you have a yeah. question for Jordy? I do. It's, um, it's, first off, I think you're, you know, great when you're vulnerable and you're acting and amazing. If you could play any character, you know, past or present, um, is there something that you've always wanted or you wish you had done or what's Jordy's dream role? Oh, um, well, I think 
I'm really interested in in the um, in characters who are conflicted, um, which I tend tend to play that a lot um, because I think human beings are just you know we're imperfect and and you know I think we're all kind of going and I tend to to gravitate towards those roles. Um, I I would love to do a, now that I have children I would love to maybe play a cartoon character, um, you know something in the animated genre which I haven't really done before. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, and, of course, there's the allure of, of the comic book. I grew up, uh, you know, really enjoying comics. I, I think, you know, I think my type, if you will, could play, like, a comic book character or, or a superhero kind of character. So I, I like that. And I, and I love what the, how they're kind of not all told the same way. Um, yeah, they're really expanding on how these stories are told. So it just being strictly, oh, this is going to be a comic book character, a comic book movie with a lot of explosions and and whatnot. Yeah, that's in there, but they can be very human stories that also have this supernatural context that I think we all love because we want to transcend our human experience, and and I, I'm very attracted to that. Awesome. Thank you, Anthony, for your question. Carolyn, did you have one for Jordy? Oh, uh, hi, hi, Jordy. It's Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. Yeah. I'm good. How are you? Uh, good. <laughs> good, good. Um, <laughs> how, how do you find uh, it different doing a movie as opposed to a soap? Oh, um, that's very easy on, on a soap you you're you're going very fast you okay. go 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 you 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 go you show up to set you go to hair and makeup you have a certain slot amount of time and you show up you hit your blocking and before you go you're just running lines like constantly right you're just so it's a very it's a very tight uh they run a real tight ship and and you shoot out and and you're done and they usually it's usually like it's like a, it's the closest thing in the acting world to a nine to five right in uh, and you have this dynamic where if you're a, if you're a regular everybody you you kind of have this family you can you you kind of accumulate these relationships that become very familiar and and you grow in this genre uh, together. I, and I think um, also the writing changes a lot, especially when they bring on a new character. Um, you know, they're trying to figure out, like, how it's going to work. And, and so you're constantly getting new pages and your character's doing things that you're like, oh, wow, he's going to do this now. How am I going to make that real? In a, in a movie, you have a completed script, a completed story, um, and, you, and it's all it's, – we call it in the, in the industry, hurry up and wait. Right, so you're like, <laughs> you're, you, they call you in, and you're sitting in your trailer, and you might be there for an hour, and then they may have a shot that they need to move around, and then, you know, I, I've shot from, you know, I've had 20-hour days where, you know, you shoot into the, you know, from, you know, just noon till till six till eight in the morning, you know, you're just like going. Um, oh boy! You don't you don't have Wait, that. But in, that wasn't my soap. production. And that wasn't. 
No. Is <laughs> it me? Let's let's make that clear. <laughs> no, no. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um. And uh, and it's and and you have different. You have a master, then you have close up, then you have coverage, and and there's directing in a different way. Whereas a soap, like if you kind of get the note the direction right if you kind of get it they'll they'll let it slide where in a movie you you they're able to be like all right well why don't you try this and then they have different takes where they can cut in and they have different choices and i hope you're getting one choice right you're getting one of the actors choices so that's okay, that's really the yeah. difference it is well, thank quite you. different yeah. Thank you, Carolyn. And yeah. I purposely left Candace to last because I know she's sitting there drooling and she's got a bib on, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> it's got to be it's got to be real wet now because I know she's like crazy about Jordy. So <laughs> what's up, Candace? <laughs> really? Okay. Seriously, you didn't have to put me out like that. Oh God! Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I'm gonna be professional about this one. Okay. So my question is this, Jordy. Okay. What would 2018's Jordy tell the 1999 Jordy? What life lessons or lessons would you tell oh, him? Oh wow, that's nice. a good one. That's a good one, Candace. Oh, man, wow, that's that's a deep breath right there. Um, nice job, Candace. I'd say just really just try to enjoy the ride more. You know, I, I tend to um, I, I tend to sometimes take myself a little too seriously, um, especially in this job um, and in life. So I'd say just just take it easy, man. It's all gonna work out um, in one way or the other. So I think um, just have a little more faith, and uh, and it'll, it'll work out. Don't worry so much. That's what I would tell them. Great uh, answer. Great answer. Yeah. I think a lot of people, yeah. you know, even people that don't work in the entertainment business need to take a deep breath and, as they say, stop and smell the roses. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop and smell yeah. the roses. Be in the moment. Enjoy it. I, you know, I'm I'm always going back. I, I, really, what I know right now is having children, and I know Barbie can relate to this. I'm not sure if you guys have children or not, but mm-hmm. your children make you you realize how fast the clock is ticking when you have children. Right. Yeah. Just, and I really am obsessed with trying, you know, approaching life and staying in the moment. And really like giving that to them um, because they're growing and they're and it's they're gonna they're not gonna be you know one and a half forever. Um, exactly. And they change r- really fast. And, and enjoy it, you know, in the midst of all the, the hustling and and trying to you know make this work out or it doesn't and 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 this and that. It's 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 really like you said. Smell the roses. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna remind myself of that. Who said that? Who said I did. <laughs> Pam. Pam. Thank you, Pam. I like that. You're welcome. I like. You're I welcome. am gonna. Um, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And watch your kids smelling the roses because sometimes looking through their yeah. eyes, it shows you something completely different. Yeah. It really yeah. does. It really yeah. does. God bless. Well, George. 
Jordy, I thank you for your time. We'll let you go so you can go out and smell your roses now because I'm going thank to you. I'm going yeah. I'm gonna be tweeting to you and ask you if you did eventually. So no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> No, please. I, I will respond. I mean, I, Twitter. I, I know I, I have to work on my social media more, but that's probably because I'm trying to, you know, do whatever it is I'm doing with trying to stay in the moment. I get very distracted with social media sometimes. I, I find oh, myself yeah. losing very, time. You know what I mean? Full time job. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's a whole like, thing. It's overwhelming. It's a whole thing. It, it, it is. is. Yep. But I, I will respond to you, so thank you, and thank you for your <laughs> questions. They they made me uh, think about things. Um, Barbie, thank you for being who you are, and she is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this woman is, I applaud her hustle so much. Um, she is, doesn't take no for an answer, um, does what mm-hmm. she says she's going to do, does what she says she's going to do, and and she makes things happen. And there's and in this industry, there's not a lot of people who have the, uh, I'm going to say it, cojones, Barbie and the mm-hmm. spirit, to do what yeah, I to get do that. what Barbie <laughs> to do what Barbie has done. So Barbie, I really applaud you and thank you for bringing me along on on your trip, on your journey. Thank you, Jordy. Thank you, and hey, I hope Jordy. you oh, join the movie. Soon. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Thank you, guys. Have a great one. You Thank too. You. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, and then we have Barbie down to we started with her and now we're going to end with her. Thank you. It ain't only I I have to say that you know, the last time we spoke with you, I said that you were I believe I told you. I know I was thinking it that you're such a strong, powerful woman, and I admire you, and I admire what you do and, and how you present yourself and and all the things that you've accomplished. I, I mean, you should have, like, shelves full of awards, you know, not just as a filmmaker or an actress, but as a woman and as a mother and as a wife. Thank you. You're going to make me – I got teary-eyed. No. <laughs> a lot of work lately, just a lot. I have one movie in post-production, I have another movie in pre-production, and then I have Killer Island, the release of it this week that I've been working really hard on as well and putting commercials on LMN and and the press and all kinds of stuff. And, 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 and like Jordy said, I have a family as well, two daughters, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to North Captiva Island this weekend actually. Uh, which is where we shot the movie, and it's 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 overwhelming. It's different compartments and different things. You have to just literally say, okay, I'm going to step out of this persona and step into this one now. And like Jordy said, put away my phone and um, and focus on my family. And right. uh, but it eats up at my it eats up at me sometimes. And I'm like, okay, when everybody goes to sleep, maybe I can grab a couple of hours and and do a little <laughs> bit more work when when nobody notices, you know, or when no one's around. So that's right. why I work such late hours, you know. Yeah, yep, yeah, I can understand that. Um, I think it's it's that way for a lot of people as as a parent alone, let alone everything else that you do. So again, I applaud you. I um, want to mention for our listeners that Killer Island is going to be debuting on VOD, uh, Video on Demand, and Amazon on May 25th, uh, so be sure to check that out. And 
David, do you have a question for Barbie? Um, I do actually. Uh, so Barbie, um, when when your plan comes together to put a movie, who like who do you answer to if you want a movie on Captiva Island? Um, so the idea to do a movie in Captiva Island started about 20 years ago because I've been traveling to that island every year for 20 years. And I remember thinking, what if somebody lives on this island and they killed someone and nobody knows? And they're, you know, 20 years ago, they didn't have water filtration systems. They didn't have telephones. When you went to North Captiva, you really did disconnect. And I wasn't really thinking that I would ever get into the film industry 20 years ago, you know, but, um, when I got back into it, I decided that I would that I wanted to make a movie there. So I contacted Christine Conrad to write a script for me. So I really didn't. When I want to do something, I just figure out how to do it. I don't. My husband gives me that that foundation, that strength that I need. If my husband wasn't on board, I just wouldn't feel complete. I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, but I've been blessed that I have a husband that believes in me and. And he he gave me the, you know, full reign to pursue this career. Um, uh, so, but every movie I do go to him and I say, hey, I want to make a movie, you know, in North Captiva. What do you think? And all I need is like a yes or a nod or, or whatever from him. And then I feel like the whole, like I can accomplish anything as long as my husband by my side and just gives me that vote of confidence. Now, he doesn't get involved on the day-to-day. But I just need that, that vote of that. confidence from him that it's okay. And it's not just in the film industry, it's with anything. Uh, that's, yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you, David. My kids, too, they're very supportive. You're welcome. Like this last movie that we did, Marriage Career, that's in his It the idea came out while we were having lunch one day. So so that was that gave me the the strength to move forward with Marriage Killer. And like that, you know. Which is your next movie, right? Marriage Killer is the one that I'm about to finish. Yes, that's the next okay. one. Oh my gosh! I what I'm I just know, wonder. Oh, I just wonder <laughs> how you how many more <laughs> titles you can come up with the word killer. In. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like one of those mystery writers. There's a lot of other movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, there's a lot of other movies on LMN with the word killer. So I don't know if people think they're mine, yeah. but they're not. But it's kind of cool that they do think they're mine. Um, I guess that was the point when I started. Oh, my gosh. Well, anything you put out yeah. there, I'm watching. You know that. Um, any of my other co-hosts have a question? I do, actually. Hi, Barbie. I'm Anthony. Um, Hi, Anthony. You're, you're, um, you're very strong in the business. You're very strong in, in your pro- pro- productions and so on and so forth. I'm, I'm wondering that the landscape of the business has changed in the last two years, uh, especially with the Me Too movement and, and, and people just vocalizing how the difference between male and female actors, uh, directors, so on and so forth, pay scales and respect levels. What's your, what's your take on it? How's, has anything changed for you recently or, um, you know, what's your take on, on how the business looks in the last two years and, I mean, my, like Jordy said, a lot of changes, a lot of free, you know, paper, you know, people basically paying a submission, uh, a monthly fee to be able to watch unlimited amount of, of 
of footage on on Netflix or YouTube now even and and, and so it is changing as a business for me and I have to kind of like stop for a minute and reconsider where I'm going to go when I'm done filming Dream Killer which is we're filming that one in July so it's it's changing for me as well lifetime changes as well they're they're playing different things um and and you kind of got to go with it and and kind of figure out where you're going to go but for this next movie I definitely have to take a step back and figure out if I'm going to change my genre. I can't change one specific niche. So now I have to basically redirect and, and figure out where I'm going to go. But because I am very hands-on on what I am doing, I'm very in the moment with what I am doing. I don't have time to, right now, I don't have time to develop a new project. So it's going to be one at a time. So And also with the what you were saying with the movement, because I'm in Florida, I'm not involved in it that much other than what I see in the news. And that also depends on how often I go and look into it. Um, so it kind of helps me that I'm not in that environment on a daily basis. I live in a very rural part of South Florida. So that helps me in the sense that I could stay focused on what I'm doing and really research where I'm going and where I'm headed. And I'm not distracted by other opinions or um, things that are going on in my neighborhood or in my kids' school or things like that. So I've been very fortunate. My husband and I go to Miami when we want to go party for the weekend, and we do weekend staycations. But for the most part, we live in Southwest Ranches, which is a very rural part of town. So we can, if I can do both. If I can follow up for a moment, though, do you find dealing, you know, you do have to deal with executives at points in time, I'm sure. Do you find it easier sure. than it was five years ago? or more respect level given yeah. than, than? Oh, yeah. When I first started, it was harder, um, and I was definitely intimidated by casting um, people, you know, dealing with agents in California, and now I put myself right in their lingo, and I feel very comfortable talking to them, but at first I was very intimidated by the attorneys, by the agents, and I think that they've even humbled a bit too, you know, Um it's unfortunate everybody's getting, um, you know, when it comes. Oh, I'm sorry. Just heard my own voice. It's unfortunate, but we're all dealing with the fact that networks aren't paying the same. So it kind of trickles down to the producers and then the actors and then the crew members. So, you know, we all have to make it work that way. So even the agents have humbled a little in that sense. Yeah. They just want to keep wow. the working and they just want to make sure that their actors are working in a good production. You know? Right. Right. But at the same token, I don't blame them because when I first started, I didn't have any resume to really prove that I was going to do a good product. So it took time to develop that that um, resume for me as well. Right. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, Carolyn or Candace, do you have a question? I well, oh, I, I do. do. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go Caroline. Ahead, no, go ahead. No, no, that's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're so polite here. My question is, did you always wanted to do this? Did you want it to um be an actress, a producer, a writer of of movies? Did you I've always been an feel... a singer, actress. I was the the younger when I was younger was a triple threat, then I got married, had kids, all that stuff, gave up on it. Started it again in two thousand nine. I just wanted to get back into as an actress. And I realized that I had to take my career into my own hands pretty early on. Um so that's where the producing side came in. But if I had, I mean, and maybe eventually I will just say, you know what, I'm done with the producing side and let me go ahead and just pursue the acting again. 
Um, but it definitely started with the acting, the producing just was secondary. And now I'm going to direct my the next movie I'm directing it. So. Awesome. Awesome. Another hat <laughs> to put on. And, it, and again, it's, <laughs> and it's, not that, it's not that I want to direct. It's just that I find myself that I know exactly what I want, so I feel like I can get it because I do like the post-production anyway. So. Right. Understandable. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Candace. Carolyn? No. Hi, Barbie. Hi. <laughs> remember the last? Yeah, hi. We, I remember the last interview. It was great, and this one's great as well. Um, as a woman boss, or do you class yourself as a boss? How do you how do you handle yourself? Do you do you have some um, things that you that you do different? Because uh, I know I've 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 been in. Um, a business where I've been the boss, and it is different being a woman, a woman boss. I'm only as good as my team. I could never do what I what I've done without the people that I surround myself with, or that I have been fortunate enough that they have given me the time to let me employ them. But I very much see myself as an equal. I listen to everybody's opinion, and then I know that at the end of the day, I have to make the final decision. Um, I'm a team player. I don't like to see myself as a boss. But to answer your question, maybe I'm not answering it correctly. I do find that as a woman it has been difficult for me um, to to gain that level of respect that, um, you know, that I think I deserve or that I know what I'm doing. You know, um, I know my niche. I know my niche very well. I know what I'm going after, and it's really hard to get that sometimes. Um, everybody in this business is very artistic and they have their own vision and they want to bring their vision. But sometimes that vision that they have that they want to, you know, uh, put into my project could cost me my project not um, selling to or going where I want it to go. And so that has been really difficult sometimes. But, um, but again, so you have I, to, you have I, to be strong. You have to be strong. Uh, you have to be strong, be a team player and a leader. Um, I guess more than I, maybe the word boss wasn't <laughs> wasn't the right word. Yeah, no. And when the when you're actually in production and the, then the ball and it's like a snowball effect, and you realize I'm standing back, going, I'm letting this person roll with this, but can I fix it in post production? Like can't because I'm also in I'm also in the construction industry I, I, I you know we build homes and stuff like that so I know that there's that it can always be fixed but um, you know so I'm always standing back thinking I don't want to argue I want everybody to be happy on set I want everything to be fine if I need to talk to someone I might pull them to the side but for the most part you know they can talk to me exactly how they feel we've developed a relationship where it's like family um, and I'm very grateful to to be able to work with again everybody that i that is on the crew because it's, it's been the same team for about five movies now and i love oh, them all, so but, you're more of a um, pro, yeah project production manager <laughs> but you have the last word right <laughs> <laughs> no carol wood is our production manager and she's been amazing so i've been no. like i said i've just been i listen to whatever they have to say and at the end of the day i know what i want and i know that i have to be able to put it together in post-production with the team that i have in post-production basically 
Yeah. 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 She's tired it's just saying it. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like for me, yeah. we had to do two days of reshoots. So, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. But it's worth it in the long run. Um, Carolyn, thank you for your question. And Barbie, we're going to let you go so you can get with your family and uh, enjoy your downtime with them. Um, tell Taylor we said hello and congratulations yes. on her graduation. Yes. Thank you. Thank and you. You're Shout welcome. And even I though I, before you let me go, I don't know if you know this, but did you interview Miguel Saza too back in the day last year? No. He was one of the art. Okay, I was going to say, because he plays the lead in Killer Island. He plays um, Johnny. So I thought maybe you had interviewed him um, last year when we were releasing his music. But, yeah. No, so we, we, we didn't. Then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to set that up. <laughs> yes. Well, you enjoy uh, your downtime, your memorial weekend. Have a safe and blessed one. Yes. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Thank you for your time. Good night. Thank you for enjoying. You're welcome. Stop and smell the roses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yes. Bye. Okay. Thanks, Barbie. Oh my gosh! Wow, that was jam packed, huh? That was very <laughs> great. She's a dynamo. Was- oh my goodness, that girl is, is Candace dying over there because I called her out. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> She'll be replaying this. She'll be replaying this. I didn't expect y'all to do that. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, okay, no, they didn't just do this to me. I'm like, all right, okay, I remember that. And he did and he he, uh, did his own tweets too. So you're there in the tweet. My goodness. Yeah, Yeah, Candace, he's going to remember you. And that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're a heck of a lot of energy, and and, yeah. and I mean that in the best yeah. way. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> well, you better, it was actually, well, Candace, you better work it, honey. You better work yeah. it. Get on that Twitter. <laughs> it was actually really fun to hear her flounder a bit and, and not be so stalwart. It was, it was a lot of fun to, to hear that. <laughs> She was lost for words. You know what? It's funny because I was like, okay, or like, okay, they're gonna go in the order. I was like, okay, I know they're setting me up. I know they're setting me up, but I (laughs) wasn't prepared for that. (laughs) (laughs) See what what you talk about in our little group chat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Never again. Never again. <laughs> well, it was a blast, and thank you guys for the great questions and everything. And we're down to 57 minutes, and we still have four soaps to recap. Um, you guys go ahead and start with days, uh, so that way Carolyn can, you know, get off the phone and not sit through all the rest of the soaps that she doesn't watch yet. Um, so try to keep that it word yet. Yeah, so try to keep it at 15 minutes so that way we can get through all of them. And if we don't get through all of them, then we continue on, on the next show. But the next show we do have guests or guests coming again. So let's try to do our best to get through them tonight, okay? And I'm going to go ahead and put the phone down because I'm the only one not caught up on days. I'm almost there. 
So I'll be okay, back. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to Yeah, well, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So I'll be back in fifteen minutes. Go ahead, guys. Have fun. Okay. 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 Make sure she puts the phone down. Make sure she don't Okay. Oh, Go on. Hello, school mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, party. No, not oh, yet. Her geez. phone's not down. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, go ahead, Carolyn. This is your forte. Okay. There. Who 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 has been watching days in the last couple of days? I I have. Let Let's just start it out with Teresa. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Take it, Carolyn. We got Teresa. We got. Well, you, you we got, got yeah, Teresa, you Eve, and Brady. <laughs> Yeah, you, you kind of thrown, thrown me off because I was going to go Leo, Kate, and Sonny. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh yeah, I find that. Oh, yeah, find that that's boy. high. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> who who wants to discuss um, Teresa? Well, I really let, me first, let me first start by saying it seems like Days is now going to triangle you know, down the triangle, Bermuda triangle, triangle. Um, yeah, with all the triangles know, now. Yeah. <laughs> which another soap is 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 so so mired with. Um, however, they do it a lot more cleverly, um, with a little bit with a lot more interesting dynamics than said other soap currently. Um, I absolutely love the idea that Brady couldn't answer Eve. I love the idea that I don't think Brady knows himself, and that's that's realistic. If you think, you know, no. she didn't come back from the dead, and she came back with a powerful excuse. You know, you, yeah. you know, usually it's, uh, I'm about to say I do, the church door bursts open, and it's the love of my life, you know, flying in. Um, this was done really, in a really believable manner. Um, and I, and I absolutely love that. Now I'm going to say, and people are going to probably scream at me, but I actually hope that Brady chooses Eve, and I'd love to see them retouch on JJ and Teresa. When she left, the the honesty and the adult conversation that Teresa and and um, and um, JJ, JJ had really left me wanting more. Um, I think I think now that both of them have matured um, as characters and as actor and actress, I think it would be really interesting to see that dynamic again. So I'm secretly hoping Brady chooses Eve, and that's where we get. That's where we go. Does anyone know if um, uh, Jen, uh, Jen Lilly staying? Is is it going to be short term, long term, or does anyone know? Short term. Short term. Oh, okay. It is short term. It's mm-hmm. short term, but it's open ended. Yep. Oh, okay. It's I guess if people, uh, yeah, yeah, if people yeah. embrace the, uh, embrace her back, then uh, they may keep her on. Okay. Good to know. What about you, Carolyn? What, what's your, um, where's your uh, heart with this? I just, I, 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 they're, they're dragging it out. I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of not into the, the Teresa and Brady. And Eve, I love I love them all as as actors, um, but I don't know. I just it, it doesn't just doesn't doesn't turn turn my <laughs> turn me on. I like I like Leo Leo and Kate and Sunny. Uh, that that 
that that's got me hooked up. He's such a slime. Leo is such a slime. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, he's a slime that I like to watch though. Mm. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 He's oh, very charismatic. Funny. Yes, he is. He is. He's riveting. He's riveting. And now yeah. I'm feeling bad. Did you did you see it today and Kate uh, did. didn't pay him? Oh. I did. <laughs> that was that was a shocker. So he's, he's I was just, surprised it's so soon though. Yeah. I, I was just yes. surprised they were using that so soon. Yeah. I thought they were gonna bring it out a little more. Yeah, but I, I didn't expect it that, today. I want them to drag on. They uh they cut short and the things that I want them to cut short they drag on. But, uh, well, we don't give spoilers away on this show, but I can say from inside information, not in the com- not the coming week, not next week, but the following week, that story that storyline is going to topsy turvy right back on itself. Um, there's something oh, very interesting okay. coming, mm-hmm. so keep yeah okay. keep 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 your um, mind and heart open because it's going to be very interesting in two weeks. Okay. 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 Candice, what about you? The mm-hmm. triangles. Where are you at? I am, first and foremost, I am so glad Teresa is back to save Brady from himself. Oh, I'm like, I'm all for I mean, I knew, like, you know, the so fan in me, of course, it's like, okay, Brady and Eve are going to be happy. Something's going to happen. Teresa's going to come back. We got that. The scenes with Eric and Jen, can I say Emmy, Emmy nomination? Can we, can we already say they're yes. real? Because those yes. scenes was emotional when, you know, he found out and stuff, I mean, that is what makes me so happy about Days of Our Lives right now is that they're following through with yes. a lot of things. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that, yeah, I know that, you know, we're going to have Eve and Brady, but you know who I want Teresa with? You said JJ. I want Xander. Oh. <laughs> I, you know, I love a good redemption story. That's why I'm I'm rooting mm. for Eve. I would I would definitely root for Xander Redemption. Just you know, a I want to see him on screen every day, as shirtless as much as possible. But that's the side right. Point. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> there is definitely a chemistry between them two as well. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I would like to see I would like to see how the actor himself handles vulnerability, like totally crashing yeah. out, you know, over over Teresa and realizing, whoa, you know, my life choices have put me in a place where no one will ever love me with with abandon. No one will ever trust me exactly. in their love for me. That would be an, 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 a very awesome storyline to, 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 to watch unfold. Ron, Ron. Yeah, like, I, uh, like he said, yeah. he said, Teresa owes me. Teresa owes me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to keep the time moving, yeah. so let's jump into Stefano, uh, you know, Stefano, uh, you know, Stefano yeah, Porto, uh, Abigail, yeah. and Chad. Um Right. Let's go there. Let's, let's, what do you think? Who do I think? Uh, well, I really like Stefan. He's, uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's crazy, but I like Stefan. Uh, I'm wondering at the end of the show today uh, who, who walked in on Vivian. Yeah, I am too, absolutely. And no, thinking no. Roger. Do you think this is the end of Gabby? Or do you think, uh, or let me say, um, Abby Gabby. Do you think this is the end of Abby Gabby, or do you think she's going to resurface? Oh, I think she's oh, going to resurface. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was saying that to her mother today. You know, what if, what if she comes back? 
and you know, Jen's saying, "Oh no, it's you know, now that you've you've resolved well, she's all this." Totally no, integrated, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean that doesn't happen if, overnight, so. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Well, overnight, it's a soap opera world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing's happened. People have yeah. been, you know, they've been paralyzed and they're up and dancing, you know, a week later at the nurses' ball. Uh, oops. Um. <laughs> how do you how do you think people are going to take uh, Kate Massey coming back? Um, Is that going to be a good transition or? Yeah, I I don't really think there's going to be much blowback. Um, you know, she's powerhouse, and people have, you know, people hated to see her go. Um, people are loving uh, Marcy, but you know they're both they're both uh, on on par as far as far as far as their abilities are concerned. Now, did did everyone know that that, that um, Marcy Miller was going to be like short term, or is this a surprise to anybody? Yeah. Or that this surprised was a me. Surprise. Yeah, yeah. But you got to think this is ahead. So this is now. She's not leaving now. And this is my perception. Yep. She's now. She's leaving now with the story that she's taping now, not at the okay. end of the one we're seeing. Oh. Is that how right. anyone else sees it? Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I can tell I you from like the that. business perspective. From the business perspective, you know, when she was nominated uh, and, and then, you know, got all the press that she got, um, Days expected her to sign another contract. Um, and Kate did want, uh, you know, Manzi wanted to come back. So it wasn't that they replaced, it just all the pieces kind of fell into place because they were considering creating another character for Kate or oh. possibly doing the whole. I'm sure they were also looking into possibly, you know, the, the double thing. Was this really so on and so forth? But it all worked out. Um, you know, she, Marcy, I think, is looking at other projects. Um, and, and wanting not to be pigeonholed in this role. Yeah, it's basically the same thing like Kate, because Kate wanted to leave to do primetime college and movies and stuff like that while Marcy was taking over. So now Marcy wants to do the same thing, and now, yeah. like I said, everything's all into place. And it's a good thing Billy Flynn signed his contract. Yeah. Absolutely. And a, but, a little birdie but, whispered in my ear that Kim Matola had recently approached Bold and the Beautiful, so, you know, I think, I think, you know, these younger actresses are starting to pay attention. Um, you know, even when, um, uh, uh, you know, Steffi left, she was pursuing other projects that she thought were kind of going to, you know, Jacqueline, I mean, that were going to yeah. propel her career forward. I think these younger actresses are really paying attention and saying, you know, I have to decide it's not, you know, it's do or die when pilot season comes. Um, you know, is my paycheck, is a steady paycheck worth it? Because when I'm older, I'm going to need that paycheck right now. I can play a little more. Um, yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. Well, Mar- Marcy certainly grew into the part. In the beginning, I thought, oh, my God, this is like watching paint dry. <laughs> but um, she she really pulled it off. I have to, I have to say she's uh, she, she's done an excellent job. I'm, I'm going to miss her. I, I like Kate. She, she's great, too. I just don't like the back and forth. But anyway, it is what it is. Yeah. Are we done? Are we done seeing yes, Chloe? We done. Or, or... Well, okay. one more touch on Chloe, and then we'll move on, and I'll bring Pam are back. Are we on. done seeing her? Um, or is or is she just in limbo for the moment? 
No, uh, Paul. Paul no. is on the. Paul and John are on the case looking for her, and Paul knows where she is. Oh, that's right. Paul, um, uh, Will said today that Paul's away for a few weeks, and and uh, maybe he'll get his memory back. And uh, him and Sonny, he's gonna somebody's gonna have to catch Sonny when he when he falls with this sexual the- harassment suit. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, it'll be because it'll fans, be interesting to see. Want, yeah, the fans want Sonny and uh, Will together. I think they want them back together. What do you guys think? Hmm. I don't know. I, I go back. I, and I, honest, I honestly see an, an, a pretty fifty-fifty split online um, as far oh. as and people were saying that they would they would in the last couple of days people were saying they'd be interested in seeing Will and Leo interact too um, on a, <laughs> on a <laughs> sexual chemistry yeah. level. No. no. <laughs> Not me. I was one of them. I was, I was one of them. I'll be honest. I will You're one of them, Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, too. I would like to yep. see. I would like to see more interaction. You know, because I don't. I always say that sometimes when you think one couple has chemistry, when they start to like, you know, right. interact with other people, then you start seeing better chemistry, maybe. So to right. me, then again, you know what? Let all four of them have it out. There you go. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, in the community, in the community, there'd be all kinds of parties where all four of them were having a good old time. I, and James would be the soap to try something like that out. You know, YNR is doing the open marriage. It'd be fun to see James do, you know, it's clean, you know, much cleaner than we see in, in, in one of our mm-hmm. independent films, so to speak. But it'd be interesting to see, you know, James play that out a little bit, too. Well, they were trying yep. to get the yeah, four of them together for for a, a date night, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen now. <laughs> okay. Well, Carolyn, thank Here. you for staying on, and thank you for your day's, um, you know, perspective. You want to stay with I us, can't... Carolyn? Yeah, I can. I can. I can stay. Here. I've got another what, uh, forty minutes, and then I'll 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 learn uh, about the other soaps. <laughs> okay. Well, let's jump right into let's jump right into L.A. Back and back Bold and Beautiful. I gotta get Pam back in first. Well, she can join us where we are. Let's jump right back into LA, and there's a lot of um, a lot of screen time being devoted to whether or not Wyatt has been doing the right thing. Um, I love the idea that Katie is actually championing keeping quiet. Um, I'm so tired of the speculate of the you know bridge, and and Bill did the wrong thing, and Bill should. It's 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 getting so old, but at least Wyatt and Katie are giving it a little bit of of fresh spark. And of course, I no one else in LA exists since the last two weeks. They really haven't. I, I, I'm trying. I'm afraid the rest I'm really of them got killed in the mudslides. The, the rest of LA must have got you, killed in the mudslides because the only people left are are Brooke, Ridge, <laughs> Bill, Steffi, Liam, Liam, Wyatt, and Katie. No, I think you remember. No, right. you know who you forgot? You forgot that one guy, the one that that's expecting a baby. That guy, him, the um, um, Liam. <laughs> Liam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone Liam, else is trying guys. to get themselves out of the mud slides, I guess. Uh, you know, Maya I mean, and the baby God, I hope safe. <laughs> right? Donna. Justin. Well, we thought. Well, yeah. yeah. All right. 
All right. Here's the deal where real quick. Want... I'm just going to say Oh, go ahead. I got to see where she is. She left me. Okay. No, please, Candice. Go ahead. Go ahead, okay. Candice. As, as a full-fledged member of the Bold and the Beautiful family, whatever, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ready to tap out because the same old, same old, same old, same old is happening that happened five years ago. That happened 25 years ago. Yep. <laughs> okay, guys. I'm back. Did you miss me? All right. <laughs> yes, we did. Nobody told him what we talked about. Like, um. <laughs> well, thank you, Carolyn, for joining us tonight. We'll let you go so you can go enjoy your Memorial Weekend. I hope you're doing something special. Mm, yeah, I'm doing something special. But I, I said I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some training. I'm gonna, I can stay on the line for <laughs> for a little longer. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, good. before we go into Bold and the Beautiful, I just want to announce to our listeners that you can now listen to us on iHeartRadio. Look for Take Two Radio. That's with the number two under podcasts. So we're very pleased about that. Um, and let me see if I can sum this up for all of you guys for Bold and the Beautiful. And then we may not have to go any further, okay? (laughs) Okay, Steffi, I love Liam, not you, Bill. Steffi, I love you from Bill. Hope, I love Liam. I can't believe we're finally getting married. Wyatt to Liam. I need to tell Liam the truth. Bill to Wyatt, come here, son. Let me bribe you with more wealth and power. Wyatt to Bill, God, I feel like I'm making a deal with the devil, you think? Wyatt said maybe Hope is not who Liam is supposed to be with. I was thinking just because they were in love before doesn't mean that they are destined to be together now. Otherwise, no matter what Steffi did, they would have not been married the first time. And scene. You've been taping this, haven't you? I literally just told them, I said, it's the same old, same old from five years ago. It's the same old, same old that was 25 years ago with Brooke, Ridge, and Taylor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't even changed the dialogue. (laughs) They've changed the characters, but they haven't even changed the dialogue. It's sad. They're recycling the scripts. They're recycling the scripts. It's frustrating. It's just I literally, for two weeks, I was like, please, come on, something changed. Something happens, like a bombshell. Like, say Hope is working undercover or something like that, or, you know, Hope is it. But I noticed, and I don't know if you guys noticed, have you guys noticed that Hope is kind of acting like her father in a way? Like, you know how Deacon was, a little shady? Like, you know. Right, right, yeah. That's the only change that I've noticed in Hope. But this is still the same story, right? No, exactly. See, Candace, I have to respectfully disagree. A, there's a, not there's as a strong seri- as an individual. There's a serious flaw in the way they're writing hope right now. The hope that left would not would not say yes to a marriage proposal five minutes after the annulment papers, you know, were signed. Exactly. The ink wasn't even dry yet. Yeah. She she definitely came back wounded. Um, and, and not, she's not the same girl that left. And, um, 
it's 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 kind of sad. You know, it fits. It, they're using a character that hasn't been on canvas for a while to justify and play out the story they want to tell, but they're really damaging the history of the character, and they're really damaging the history of of Liam and Hope um, themselves. You know, it, it, and they're completely forgetting the history of Wyatt Liam Hope and Wyatt Liam Sethi. It, it just doesn't. Right. It doesn't. It's not. It's not fluid. They, they just want to tell these triangles so strongly that they ignore, you know, a lot of the a lot of the secondary history that that should be part of these conversations. And it's 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 really frustrating to watch. It is, and and I have to say that one thing that I did enjoy from today's episode was that they chose the name Kelly for the baby. Absolutely. Oh, I got, a, I got an issue nice. with that. I I have an issue with that. I'm sorry. I got to speak up. It should have been Phoebe. <laughs> it should have been Phoebe Kelly Spencer. Well, there. you know, maybe it'll be Kelly Phoebe Spencer, you know. Maybe she'll, because well. they haven't, they didn't say a middle name yet, did they? No, no I did absolutely on the last show hope that they were going to choose Phoebe for the name. Um, At least yeah. the middle name. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I was yeah. I was kind of like, wait a minute. I was like, okay, so basically Stuffy is using Liam's mom's name to try to get back with Liam. I'm like, mm. yeah. And that was my, yeah. that was like, are you serious? Like, honor your sister, your dead sister, who you mourned and at least connect. I mean, Phoebe is more connected to the show's history than Kelly. Right. I kind of took it that way, too, but then again, I still thought it was a nice gesture. It's a nice gesture, absolutely, but you know what? That's a very Taylor move. In that way, Stephanie is, is just like her mom. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, 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 okay, that's a good nod to history. Um, as far as, you know, it does, it hits the sentimentality. That's exactly what Taylor would have done. Um, so kudos to that one portion. And I, I have to repeat, kudos to Katie and Wyatt. Um, I like I like when Katie is more aggressive than when she's victim. I know she's got oh, all her too. Emmys for being victim, yeah. but she's, she's so much better of an actress when she's got grit and, and aggression to play, um, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I like her that way, too. And it, it's, it almost seems like, in a way... Um, characters are not like they're the opposite of who they are. Like Steffi yeah. was not always a whiny crybaby, you know. Like she was strong. Like she would stand her ground and punch Hope to the floor, and then Hope would be the yeah. one whiny crying, you know. And I, I don't know. It's just such. We'll just have to play it by ear and see what happens. I mean, especially tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like if, if tomorrow's the wedding, I don't know because I just see last minute saying. Something like, uh, Liam, do you take hope to be your wife? And he'll say something like, well, Steffi, I have loved you forever. And I, you know, oh, oh, what happened there? You know? <laughs> Pam, Pam, you honestly think Bold and Beautiful is going to write something like that? Like, let's be, yes. I'm now, yes. I'm officially given up. I mean, it's sad. It's, this, is, this is the sad part. The sad part is, is that what we fans think should happen on the show is so much better than what's actually happening on the show. And <laughs> I I hope they can do that. I would I would actually be like, what? He said what? Yep. Yeah. And that's where that you know, that would be a perfect cliffhanger. 
Yeah. It would. I, I mean, you know, it would actually. The one thing. It, I mean, the bigger a bigger shock would be. I take you, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> you know, and have have the brain damage resurface. You know. Oh I take my you God! For real. Because <laughs> he never he oh. never went to the hospital. That would be funny That would be funny So I think we pretty much Wrapped up bold right Anybody else have any comments No okay I I did have one I did have one last comment Okay Um, And the one thing When when they brought hope um, On with Kim Matula And all that There was There was a standing thing I always thought That Hope was more like Taylor and Steffi was a lot like Brooke. And now I don't see that so much. Right. True. As I said, nobody is who they originally were yeah. when they started out. I mean, I know people change, but these are kind of drastic changes. So. Yeah, and the shocking, <clears throat> the shocking thing is there hasn't been a major writing shakeup to, to kind of account for all this. So it's, it's like you have to wonder to yourself, what's going on in that writing room? You know where are the the history boards and the storyboards when they're you know when they're plotting these dialogues out and but moving right along Sam, uh, Pam where are we going next? Well, this is a question I want to ask you guys because there's a lot to talk about on GH that's going to to me take longer than 15 minutes. Do we want to hold off on Y and R or do we want to touch on that because we've only got 30 minutes left? Ah, uh, that's I. Yeah, I'm okay with shelving it till till our next show. Um, okay. And by then, there's going to be some explosive stuff to talk about. You know, this the storyline's moving forward in the next two weeks on YNR significantly as well. Yeah, I mean, I I have quite a few notes on YNR, and that's why I think it's going to take longer than 15 minutes. So, um, and same thing with GH. So I think that let's do GH, and then we'll do YNR next time, next show. So that way we can mm-hmm. touch on all of this stuff plus what's happened. So let's start out with the nurses' ball, and I have to say I've always loved the opening number and Sonia Eddy or Epiphany. Uh, she can really sing and just brings chills, and and also uh, with um, Mark Anthony. Um, oh my God! Why can't Samuel. I think of his name? Mark what Anthony Samuel. Thank Samuel. you. Samuel. Yeah. Thank you. I, you know what I do in my mind? I think of Twitter names, so it's Marcus Art. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to think of his name. <laughs> and his, well, him and Epiphany just sing so well together. Yeah, they do absolutely. So the next thing I want to say is I like to see the dresses and pick my faves. And this year was Nina's red dress, and of course the thousand different dresses that Lucy wears. Who was your favorite? If you even looked at that. <laughs> well, for me, it's very hard. I have to take a snapshot and then magnify it and so on and so forth. Um, yeah. My favorite, you you know, every year I think that they do really well with Liz. Um, so I always look to see what she's, what she's wearing. Um, I'm mm-hmm. told, because I didn't really do magnification on everyone, but I'm told that Moral West, uh, Ava was interesting, um, yes. so I'm kind of curious to what you guys what you guys think about about her outfit. And also, everybody really did say that Nina shined. Um, oh yeah, she looks absolutely stunning. 
Yeah. Her dress her dress was amazing. I love Jordan. Jordan yeah, Jordan was pretty too. It was so pretty. Um everybody's dress was good. I even like Lulu's. Which was a I know Emmy was printed, but the color was right on Emmy on, on Lulu this year. I, that pink I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't last year. You like Lulu's um, Moo Okay. <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I did like everybody's dresses up for one person in particular, and I'm mad about this. Do tell. I did not like Sam's dress. I didn't either. Oh, can, okay. Mm. First of all, happy birthday, Kelly Monaco. Okay, here's yeah. the deal. <laughs> Okay, we know Kelly is a small petite, okay? So, GH wardrobe people, help me out here. Why would you dress that girl up into, like, something that I could see at Carpet Fair or something like that? The dress itself was the right color. That mm-hmm. matches her skin tone perfect. But right. all of that fringe and the extra material could have been, that could have been a strapless or um, even a strap dress with a split on the side. And it would have been fun. That sheer material between and her, her blueberry, that wasn't called for. I, yeah, I really was looking at that dress, and I was just like, why? Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> if Joan Rivers was alive and she saw that, and they did, like, if Joan Rivers got rest her soul, if, she, if they did, like, a, a Nurses Ball Fashion Police episode, I'm pretty sure she would say something really bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't with that dress. I'm like, are you serious? Like, she, there was one part where it looked like she was having trouble breathing. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't notice it that much, but <laughs> I, when I see fashion, I'm just like, I, I really like got irritated. I don't know about you guys. I got really irritated. I was like, they put this girl last year. It was Lulu. Then it was, I was like, why? Why must they do this? Like, why? Like, why? I don't know. Maybe they ran out of things to choose from, but it just, I I guess everybody can't stand out in what we think. Well, let's put it this way. What we don't think is appropriate for that person, they think so. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have put her in it. So, you know, everybody everybody has different tastes. That's all. I was gonna say they probably could do like some like some of the guys because I know Billy Miller has said it that he he sometimes bring his own wardrobe from home and wear it on the set. So I'm like, hmm, Kelly has some dresses. So I'm pretty sure so. But yeah, you're right on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think we can all agree another favorite is the Milo dance number. Hello, where was it? Did I yeah. miss it? Um. I'm heartbroken. I am absolutely well, heartbroken as well, but at least they gave us some chase with chase. All right. That was yes, my next did. thing. Yes. That yeah. was my next thing. My, I'm in love with the new Detective Chase. Sexy, and he can sing, and he can move, and bring me some more. He yeah, has a background no. in. He has a background yeah. in dance. The actor does. There's a famous song, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. I kept thinking to myself, save some gas and ride a detective. <laughs> mm. You know what? Mm. 
Leave it to Anthony. <laughs> if you people could hear what that what that group chat was like last night, my eyeballs were rolling in my head. So, but I'm not going to go any further than that. <laughs> we're on the eight. <laughs> you put me out with Jordy. You put me out with Jordy. So I'm like, <laughs> uh-uh. This, this is TMI. I couldn't go that far. <laughs> okay. So if we're going to stay on the sexy trip, or if we are going to stay on the sexy trip, I have never swooned over courage. Now, I recognize that that is a chocolate bar that is definitely worth tasting, but I've never actually swooned over him. However, <laughs> When he started his when he started his performance, I said, "Oh, who that man? Oh, where's from?" And then he got vulnerable and romantic, and I just about lost the rest of the cookies that I had left on my plate. I was so into. I, I was on the edge of the couch. I was so into it. The vulnerability in his voice, the the the, the shama moreness of him coming through as he was speaking. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I know, I know. Oh, Darling, Daddy, that's Godzilla. The magic is already happening. That's Godzilla. Yeah, it's all in the voice. It's all in the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Candace, do you have the vapors? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny is that I agree, Curtis. Curtis, I gotta give it to to him because that was the one time that I kind of did a double take too. I was like, "Good Lord!" Like, okay, all right. But you said Shamar Morniness. Now that is high standard, right? That is high right. standard. And I honestly think for that one piece of, of, of Curtis' performance, including the proposal, I think he deserves it. He, 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 he went from Hershey to Godiva in that, in, in that episode. <laughs> okay, stop drooling, man. Stop drooling. <laughs> hey, Candace, hand over your bib to Anthony. <laughs> right, here you go. <laughs> All right, and now I have to ask, the burning question. How many tears did you shed when Sonny hopped up there and rescued his father? Are you kidding? Did you not see my tweet? Hello. I mean, come I, on. That was the best Anthony's now part. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I put it on Facebook, too, and on Instagram, well, the same thing. We have, but yeah. we that, have I said that don't it takes a lot. It takes a lot for me to tear up, and I already was tearing yeah. up when Mike was up there by himself, but I was practically bawling by the time Sonny went up there with him. I mean, oh, my God. Do I hear an image? I do. You do. You. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I hear an Emmy for that real, um, He, but he just definitely deserves it. Um, no, Emmy and I think Emmy in general for the way Max Gale has portrayed this character in Sonny. Oh, yeah. More oh, God, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Max, definitely. I, say, I have said it the last two shows in a row, and I will state it yet again. Um, mm-hmm. I was completely wrong in my assessment at the beginning of the storyline. Max Gale has taken this 
to a level that that has shocked me in the best possible way. Um, right. and I really am very proud of his performance. It, and it's subtle. It's not, it's not pounding us over the head. You know, when he's right. confused, it's not, it's not overblown cartoonish confusion. It, and, right. and it's, he, he's nailed heartbreaking. He's got, he's got those expressions and the quiver in his voice to go along with the expression that just melts. And, and when, when Sonny hopped up there, Sonny has never and would never perform. So for him to, nope. for him to break that last barrier for mm-hmm. his father, especially with everything else going on right now, for him to recognize, you know, the, the deep need that his father had at that moment, um, it, it just, that was amazing storytelling in a ball that relatively, to me, has been lackluster. Chase was amazing, Curtis was amazing, but to Nurse's Ball of old, it just was a little lackluster. Right. It was missing Emma performing. I was expecting uh, Emma to perform. Milo, we, we got to go back. Yeah, Milo, Milo, yep. Yeah. Well, here here's my take on that. I think... Chase answers the question, Milo who? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. I got to agree with that. I have to agree with you on that because Mm -hmm. you you really look at – I agree with you on that because Chase is the new hot thing. This is how I looked at it. Chase is the new hot thing on the show. So yeah, they're gonna you know have him you know be the you know the sexy solo you know performer. I know we're used to the Magic Mike with the guys and stuff, but I look at it as this: who really could make up a Magic Mike old team? You really don't have. I mean, it's well, still, yeah, but no, you know what? That's true too. That's true. Oh buddy. yeah. Well, let me let me say something though. The daddy the daddy look right now is really resurging. If you got um Roger, aka Mr. Franco up there, I mean that boy looks good without a shirt on. Yeah. Um, representing. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, Dante Dante could definitely yep. represent. Um yeah. no, we could def- we could definitely build the number for sure. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Well, and the only reason I disagree is because I think it could it could have been both. We could have given Detective Chase his solo moment, but we could have also did a Magic Mike or Milo or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. We could um, have even done a sexy nurses meets the you know meets meets the cops kind of thing. You know, it right, it, right. It, it was somewhat lackluster, um, honestly. Yeah. Right. But I I still have to say that I I give General Hospital kudos for doing this because. Not only, you know, that they all give us something new to watch during the nurses' ball with the entertainment that they, you know, the people singing that don't normally sing and, you know, because they don't walk through general hospital singing and dancing, but also to continue to bring awareness to AIDS and HIV, but also included that Alzheimer's storyline. Yeah. They covered a lot. Yeah. You know, I just, general, hosp- general Hospital has always been the social relevant storyteller, um, you know, and they've had some, some phenomenal highs and some really bad lows in telling, in telling some of the socially relevant storylines. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole, you know, the whole, if we want to, debacle of the Shriners, um, you know, we can, we can definitely point out some highs and lows. 
but the nurse's ball for the most part has been consistently um, its shining moment as far as right. uh, uh, highlighting something that, quite frankly, will never will never be eradicated, and it's been relegated to the back burner for you know quite a few years now. Um, it's just not it's just not in vogue anymore to to be interested in, in AIDS and HIV research and prevent prevention and protection. Um, so kudos to General Hospital for you know for mm-hmm. keeping keeping that tradition alive. Um, right. You know, and on that note, Pam, how does your face look today? Have you tried your Olay from your swag bag? Oh my I God! Was that cheese. not the biggest cheesy moment of the world? I mean, come on. <laughs> that, that was not even acted well. I'm sorry. You'll see it all over my face tomorrow. Uh, I, I, I almost, I almost fell off the couch again in a, in in the quite opposite way. I almost right. fell backwards over the couch. I was like, they, no, they didn't just do that. Oh my! Halfway through it, I yeah. was like, no. <laughs> that was like an I yeah. love I love Lucy fifties product. I do it so bad. <laughs> right. No. You know what that reminded me of? For those who remember Gone Light, you remember the V eight situation? They had the one they had the one character Ashley drinking a V eight and she actually said the whole motto of V eight. I'm like, Are you mm-hmm. sure like holding a V eight bottle and uh, oh my gosh, I remember that. But yeah, uh, that's it. I was like, Wow. I mean, I can understand the product placement, you know, because they try to do that so that they have their advertisers and, you know, keep their advertisers and get more money and so on and so forth. But they could have did that a little bit better. I mean, just going through the swag and and seeing, oh, Ole, I love this. This is my favorite or something. So cool that they gave that to us this year. You know, something like that. But, I mean, come on. They could have been really creative and had something happen to Ava's face where right. that she was, like, freaking out that, that, that the scar was going to come through or something, and they played right. with the Olay, and they redid her makeup. They could have been so creative about exactly. it. And they just... Exactly. 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 Yeah. Now, speaking of Ava, hello, that song fit her to a T. Oh, my God. <laughs> Candace, I'm striking up the music now. <laughs> that Don't tell me was what to awesome. say. Mm. Can I say I've been waiting since yeah. 14 years for Mar West to perform? I've been waiting since Asheville Turns days. Okay, I've been waiting. When I saw the promo for the Nurses Ball and I saw Mar in it, I'm like, no. I was like, don't, don't do this to me. That performance was. Absolutely amazing. Took me to church. That was right. so good. I mean, at first I was like, Chase' performance was really good. I was like, yeah, okay, you know. And then Sunny and my was like, yeah. Ava comes on and she just blow. Um, there's no words. She there's stalked really no that words. stage. Yes, she stalked she it. That. She built it and then she tore it down. Yes, she did. Amen. 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 You know, I totally I'm, agree. She just blew me away. I, I've never seen her sing before, so I, I, I was never like, wow. That's, that's why I said, like, I've been waiting 14 years when Martha Byrne had the St. Jude event in New York City, when Martha was at the lunches. I've been waiting seriously 14 years, and that's what let us do a lot of good payoff. That was a bit, the best payoff ever with Mara West performing. 
Did Morris sing at St. Jude? Huh? Did Morris sing at St. Jude event? No. No. She no. Was, she was no. She was she was there, but she met, and they tried to get her to sing because Michael Park would be singing some, um, you know, um, Barry Manilow, and she <laughs> would be there, and she would just be like, you know, in the corner dancing. But no, this, that's why. I said, like seriously, like I'm actually like really happy that she did it this year. Like I thought that was the best payoff was to have yeah. Ava Jerome be the Beyonce and, yeah. and dominate that yeah. whole stage and the people's faces, the reactions, Bobby's face. But Dottie, let's talk I'm about t- let's talk about Finn's reaction. Do tell me. Or not Finn not Finn, um Griffin. what's his name? Griffin's reaction. Griffin. Oh, I yeah. mean I sw- I swear I didn't see that coming. But that he would be like that with her? Yes. That he was so upset by a song. I mean, we get, you know, where she's coming from, what you don't own me, but you don't always get that the characters are going to get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, I'm not shocked by the reaction. Honestly, I think they, they did a pretty good job at building it up, Um, you know, for the – for the breakup moment, I think that they mm-hmm. did a pretty good. It didn't come out of left field, which is always fun too. A left field is fun, um, but it wasn't. It, that also kind of came about genetically, real, organically. Um, you know, between the disagreement over um, how she used the custody stuff, over you know her looking into his private information, over her weirdness. With his, right, you know, and, and I agree. Parents. I agree with all of that. It just struck me as so strange that it would come from, like that reaction would come from a song she sung for the nurses' ball. That's all. You know, sometimes they, there is the straw that breaks the camel's back moment in life. Um, on that one, you know, you, you kind of don't expect Griffin to. You don't. You, he's a priest. He's a doctor. He's the 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 ultimate good boy. You don't expect him to to have a deep down, you know, um, dark emotion. You know, not dark and twisted, but just dark. You know what I mean? You would expect him to say, oh, sweetie, it's not you, it's me, it's not working out, we're in two different places. You know, to give him that, that, that kind of raw moment fleshed out the character a little bit, I think, and, and it was well needed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, it just surprised me, that's all. Um, and, and the reason I said Finn is because I'm looking at another note that I brought up. You guys need to clue me in because when I was watching GH that day, it got broke into by, I think it was the Texas shooting um, and so, or something, something was announced. And all I saw was um, Finn was holding Anna, you know, after she was telling him about her son, I think. What happened there? Okay, well, the classic diversion, she never fully got to tell him about her son. Um, he basically put it all on the line and told her he never stopped having feelings for her. Uh, it's time to stop dancing and, and look at it directly uh, in, in the best Finn way possible. It was Michael Easton at his absolute best. He was vulnerable. He was... 
snarky in in the like slightest way. Like they didn't get rid of you know they didn't get rid of Finn, but he let it he let it all out, and it was it was very riveting in in a romantic yet like okay this still isn't you know not working that's not the right way but it was very it it, it missed the romantic mark but it hit every vulnerable mark oh see now i'm gonna have to go back and watch that on uh on demand because i was really getting into it and then all of a sudden it broke you know the news broke and i was like okay now what so I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. They're still in build-up mode for us. There's another. There's another explosive scene coming when they finally both just give into it. Anna only, you know, only halfway gave into it. You know, she didn't fully let go. She definitely, you know, unfortunately, she had too many other things on her mind. I think to recognize the importance of what he was giving her in that moment. Um, mm-hmm. Which plays well into which plays well into keeping us panting because we want you know we want it and we want it bad at this point. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's Michael Easton uh, who wouldn't want it bad at, at, at any moment, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree there. Yeah, definitely have uh, to you know, agree there. When that voice gets low and husky and he's mm-hmm. he's hurting or he's He's scared or, you know, any kind of vulnerability, when that voice goes low like that, it's like, uh, that's Godiva, too. That's, 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 that's white Godiva. That's white yeah. Godiva chocolate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, uh, one other thing, too, that kind of, I don't know if I got distracted or what, but when Robert arrested Valentine, and he was in the police station and everybody went to go look and you know find Heinrich and uh, Anna and that um, he, Valentine was talking to the cop and saying you know you can't keep me because what and then he was off what happened what did he say that the cop let him go That might have been when it broke oh, into for, me, too, because I, I don't remember that scene. a concussion because yeah, Jason, had, Jason had walloped him in the head with a gun. So it says, you don't, wanna, you don't want me to fall out on, on your watch, do you? Is that, that's what? That's oh, what okay. oh okay. okay. All right. So, yeah, I missed wanted, that one You second. wanted medical care. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, and I, I okay, go, go ahead, Anthony. What was Jocelyn and Oscar? Mind you, I am loving him. He is definitely growing into the role, but but that's besides the point. What was that? What do you mean Anyone? what was it? What's it was a, bad. Uh, it was really bad. Oh, their song? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think so. No. Yeah, um, no. I mean, it, I feel you on that one because I. Every time I see him, I keep saying he should be Cameron. He should be Cameron. It should be Jocelyn and Cameron, not Jocelyn yeah. and Oscar. It's supposed to be Cameron. I. Yeah. I, they're they're I, locked I, up again in Grandma Audrey's attic. It's it's amazing how they yeah. you know they only get yeah. they get they only get to see the sun about three times a year. It's, it's kind of scary. 
I could have sworn they should have been at the nurses' ball, considering. Right. <laughs> well, we're down to four minutes, and uh, you know, I don't know about you guys, but that scene where Anna tells Peter that she's his mother, and they're both like tearing up, and he's like in denial, and everybody's standing there watching. It that to me was a fantastic scene. Yeah, I think that's where he said, you're not my mother, you're just a bitch that gave me away. Right. Yep. 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 That was a powerful line. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've been waiting for this to come out, and it's finally out, and now I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, And I could be wrong, but I have a strong feeling that, you know, Peter's not going to go away, or Heinrich, or whatever you want to call him. Um, and I'm hoping not because I I actually love the actor. I think he's doing a phenomenal job. I do too. I do too. Yeah. I like Wes. I like Wes, but I I I think the character is it, just I don't know. I'm still I'm still in the you know fifty fifty. I like Wes. I really do. I just the character. I just uh, yeah. Give me a month. You know, I, I really like James Patrick Stewart, but I'm so over the Valentine character. Um, yeah. You know, unless they unless they really surprise us with something in the next coming weeks, I feel like that character's run its course before Peter. Uh, Peter Heinrich definitely has um, quite a bit of, of of business that he can attend to in Port Charles. Yeah, I mean, how many times is Nina going to forgive him and? You know, how is he going to redeem himself this time? And, you know, we've seen that several times now, so I'm not sure either where this is going to go with with Valentine. On that note, so, I would like to just put my nomination in for Maxie's baby name to be Nathan Mac Damien West. Thank you. Yep. Yes. Yes. Amen. Totally. Did you see? Did you see Ryan Pavey when he tweeted? I did. I've seen a whole bunch of posts about it. I did not get to actually click it on. So what did he actually say? So the, when the baby was born, it was Nathan. It was Ryan S. Nathan from the grave saying, "I really wish that I could be there to teach you all the things in life. The world is scary, but make a promise that you'll take care of your mother, and your mother loves you, and I'll be watching." It was like. <sighs> First of all, Ryan didn't have to do that. I just want everybody to know that. Ryan mm-hmm, did not have to mm-hmm. do that. And when he did it, it was like to all the Nathan and Maxie fans, that was like the emotional moment that should have been on TV, right. like have Nathan's ghost be there right. and, yeah. or, you know, something. And yeah. I, was like, I was like, okay, can we do a nomination for Ryan? I was like, oh, she ain't on the show. But in the spirit, he's on the show. But, yeah, exactly. that was really good. Like, I definitely recommend for everybody to go to Ryan Pavey's Twitter account and read what he wrote because that, you know, that just was like, okay. He, yep, he made exactly. Twitter emotional tonight. Well, with that, we're going to have to end because we're down to seconds here. Um, and I want to say thanks, everybody, for joining us tonight. To our listeners, be sure to check out Killer Island on Amazon or Video On Demand May 25th. And we'll be back again, is it June 14th, I believe, and we have more guests coming, and we're super excited about that. 
And everybody have a wonderful Memorial weekend. Stay safe and stay blessed. Thank you. God bless. Good night. Yep. God same, bless everyone. Same All right. Good night, everybody. Night. Go get some Godiva and stop and smell the roses. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com.